Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rodney Taylor, a.k.a. The Penguin Gotham, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Welcome to Geek Vibes Live. Give me one second as I adjust everything. There you are. I'm like, what happened to Juwan? We were just talking. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I don't know what happened. My phone just like died, died out. I don't know what's going on. It, um, it poopies. I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, all right. So we you introduced the show, right? Or am I like doing this live? No, no, right now? no, no. I introduced the show. Uh, everything's a go. All right. Perfect super professional people. Don't worry. Uh, welcome to... Oh, did I lose you again? There's no way I lost you again. Wait, can you hear me? Oh, there you are. I don't know what happened. You kind of uh, went out for a second. I don't know what happened either. But, all right, so let me keep... Oh, I have... <laughs> all right, so we got... No, oh, I'm losing you, bro. I'm losing you. You're out again. Can you hear me, right? Hello. I can hear you, but you're coming in and out. You're coming in and out. All right, hold on. Let me get this fixed. Uh, just introduce the Alec Baldwin topic. Let me get this fixed. I will. You got it. You got it. All right, so I'm going to go into Alec Baldwin real quick. Um, this was a weird week because uh, it was it started off grandiose. We got the the whole news that Alec Baldwin has just got captured as uh, Thomas Wayne for the Joker movie, and then um. And everyone was excited. I know a lot of people, and a lot of we were, at least. Um, I was excited. I like Alec Baldwin. I think that's a really good choice. I'm not really sure what the story entails or how big a role Thomas Wayne plays in the storyline, but we have heard for a while that the character was going to be in the movie. We didn't know who was going to get casted. And then we get news that Alec Baldwin's in the movie. And we're like, oh, great. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, I, mean, I, go, I go way back, and I thought Alec Baldwin would have been a great Batman back in the 90s. So... It is kind of weird that um, years later he gets casted as Thomas Wayne. Unfortunately, though, that great news didn't last very long. Um, as Alec Baldwin, <laughs> I can't even remember how many days later, but only a couple of days later after it was officially announced by many of the uh, big, big league uh, trades, um, has dropped out. So within a couple of days after getting announced, he drops out. Um, I'm not really sure what happened there. Uh, he, say, he said it was a, a scheduling conflict. Um, and I don't know how much I believe that. Uh, that seems like there there was more to that situation. Um, I, I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but obviously anybody that says scheduling conflict, it's very rare that it's actually a scheduling conflict. 
unless it's like something that um it's random uh, then it might be a scheduling conflict or something that knows oh, if the date moves and ah oh, scheduling conflict makes sense um I think he was very close to at least signing on the dotted line. After the news broke out, uh, things didn't go exactly as he wanted because uh, um, not long after he got uh, announced, uh, it came out that the character of Thomas Wayne was sort of going to be portrayed sort of like a Donald Trump type. Uh, and I, don't, I think that kind of went towards back. Uh, there was a lot of backlash to that. Um, and I don't think he wanted to be a part of that specifically. And I think whatever, and I think he was teetering. And at the end of the day, he's like, fuck it, I'm not going to deal with it. And he ended up dropping out. Um, There's just a lot of drama. Some people don't like all that drama. And these comic movies can get into a lot of drama. And with this movie especially, which is it's an Elseworld movie, there's gonna be a, they're going to do a lot of weird shit. And people are going to complain because that's what people do, even if it's not an Elseworld story. So, yeah. There's a um, there's a lot to I think there's a lot more to that story, but it is what it is. We lost them, and, but there's a good chance we may get a replacement. Uh, and there's some people in the trades kind of pushing towards possibly someone else we know. But Juwan, before we get to that part, uh, are you ready to give your opinion on the Joker film? Uh, absolutely. Um, okay. My biggest issue is with that is I, I'm with you, brother. I don't think it's a scheduling conflict. I think one of two things. I think one, he either had what I call the Jason Statham-itis, which is um, he doesn't he didn't want like all the attention before he actually signed on the dotted line. Like he wanted it to be something that he was committed to first. He was signed on. Everything was good. They started filming. Then the news can come out. Because uh, me and you remember, like it was yesterday, Statham was supposed to be our bullseye around, I want to say, either season one or two of uh, – season two, I'm sorry, of Daredevil. And then rumor had it was one of the things he did not want was for the information to leak before he actually was signed on to do it. As soon as he had had the conversation about doing it, boom, word got out that he had the conversation about doing it. It seemed as though he had completely lost interest after that point and dropped out. Uh, from the tweet that Alec Baldwin gave us, it seemed kind of like he was, like, a little upset. Like, it was a little passive-aggressive. It didn't seem like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know, it wasn't like when Tom Hardy dropped out of Suicide Squad. So it was just right. like, it was, it was a scheduling yeah. conflict. Like, trust me, I wanted to be in this with Will Smith. Even though I kind of feel like Tom Hardy was BSing, I kind of think he didn't like the idea of Will Smith and Margot being the focus, with him kind of like being That's the tagline. That's a small character, though. I wasn't happy with that either, because Tom Hardy deserves character. a bigger role. Yeah, I agree. Flag, I really agree. <laughs> I completely agree. And look, from, from there, good thing he did. Uh, he did drop out, because now we got him as Venom, so it all worked out. But that, to me, right. was more of a Tom Hardy really wanted to be a part of it, but didn't want to ride the back seat to Will Smith and Margo, which completely makes sense to, to us, right? I would say it would make complete sense. Sure. Um, with Alec Baldwin, I think the situation more so was he didn't mind being Thomas Wayne. I honestly think he just wasn't huge on the idea, if it's true, of the, the portrayal of Thomas Wayne that they were looking uh, for him to be. I think maybe that's where he had the issue. They weren't looking to budge on it. And maybe that's when mm-hmm. he's just like, you know what, scheduling conflict. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, right. But, yeah, I anytime I hear scheduling conflict, unless, like, the actor literally has, like, another movie that got, like, pushed up or something, I never believe that. Because it's it's one of those things where it's like you can never prove if it's 
if they're telling the truth or not. It's just something that they use if they decide right. to leave a project. Oh, scheduling conflict. It's like, but you don't even have a movie coming out. Yeah, I know, but just in case I want to, it's a scheduling conflict. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's BS, man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would have loved him as, as Thomas Wayne. Um, I enjoyed him a yeah. lot in those Mission Impossible movies. Um, yeah. and I would have loved to have seen what he would have done with a more serious role like Thomas Wayne. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, it's a missed opportunity because I would have loved to have seen him in a more serious role. But if you're telling me mm-hmm. Travolta is possibly coming in to, uh, to replace him, I, I'm even fine. I'm even better with that. I mean, yep. we know Travolta that, should that's be serious. Uh, that's what's being teased ahead, at the moment, that John Travolta is possibly next in line to possibly take over that role. We don't know for sure, but that's right. what some of our, our people on Twitter are, are, are teasing. Um, that, I'm down with that. Like you just said, um, Don Travolta is not a bad B, <laughs> right? No, if they no not at all. A, it's not a it's, – it's a natural uh, replacement, I think. They kind of are similar in certain ways. Um, mm-hmm. And he's coming off of a bad movie. <laughs> like, it, it, like uh, I think what uh, – I forgot what it was called. Um, uh I that movie that he was portraying that gangster. Damn it, what's his name? Uh, oh, Gotti. Can't remember the name of the movie. Gotti, and it did not do well at all. Really? <laughs> so, I heard I heard people saying that it was that he was really good in it. I don't recall people saying uh, the movie was, was good, but he was really yeah. good in it. I know it got shitty reviews uh, in terms of like <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. I think it had zero at one point, which is not a good thing. But I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I've never seen it personally, but. Um, I I I hope for John Travolta's sake, if he does, if it is John Travolta in the long run, um, cool. I, I, I like I said, natural replacement can't go wrong with that, in my opinion. Right? See, I mean, the yeah, no, I I completely agree with you. My biggest issue is, and I think me and you had this conversation before. I always feel as though if you're gonna do a movie, usually casting <laughs> should be one of the top priorities. And, like, they've already shown um, – God, I keep forgetting this guy. Hmm? Uh, nope. uh, yeah, you came, uh, you went name? out real quick. I didn't hear I didn't, uh, you, sorry, you, you I dropped out. Joaquin Phoenix, that's his name. Okay, I, I forgot his name, gotcha. Joaquin Phoenix. Um, gotcha. You know, it already shows that he's on set, ready to start filming, and it's like you don't even have one of your more important characters of the movie in Thomas Wayne. I mean, we don't know the extent of – how much we're going to see of Thomas Wayne. But it's right. like, if you're trying to pull an Alec Baldwin or a John Travolta, I kind of feel like that should have been a casting that was done, like, right after you casted uh, Joaquin Phoenix. So we didn't have, like, all this confusion. Um, but, yeah. I mean, a lot about this movie is still up in the air. We have no idea what Zazie Beetz character is going to be. So it's a whole lot more characters that supposedly are, are still coming along for this film, yeah. so I hope Travolta yeah. does get casted, so we can get that squared away, and then just move right. on, uh, uh, and then like really get into the the nitty gritty of filming that film, so we can kind of feel out what it's gonna be like. So, uh, no. one thing I did no. want to say, um, if you saw this set photo of Phoenix, excuse me, he kind of looks eerily similar to the Joker from the first Arkham game the hairstyle that he kind of has, or maybe that's right. just how Phoenix had his hair originally and didn't even get right. hair and makeup yet, but it right. looks eerily. That's why similar. I'm not worried about <laughs> hair. I, I'm just like, he's, he's thinned up a little bit, which is, is a good, if you're going to be a joker, he's obviously lost some weight. Uh, and he looks like sickly skinny, which is not bad. 
because that's the kind of the character. <laughs> so I'm not, that's a good, that's committing to the role, Joaquin. It's the committing to the role. Um, Joan, we have another caller. Who is this? I believe it's Nick. Nick? Yo. Nick? What it up? It is Nick. What's up, though? Nice. What's up, Nick? Ah, uh, nothing much. Sorry, I'm late. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> we were, trust me, we were barely on time ourselves. <laughs> um, but what is your opinion on the whole Alec Baldwin Joker thing? Um, I mean, I, I think it, it's definitely weird, but it shouldn't be surprising to anybody given Warner Brothers kind of penchant for for strange news stories to to leak about behind the scenes um, stuff like this. I guess it's kind of tame, I, I think, in the in the grand scheme of DC and Warner Brothers and all of the the re, re, like leaked reports that we get. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, the fact that Baldwin like kind of said himself, what he said something like like twenty five different people could play this role. Like it's not like yeah, uh, yeah, that's what acting is, Alec Baldwin. Like <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Do you think like twenty five people couldn't have played like any role you've ever been in? Like that's the the thing that's like weird to me. Like it's just a weird thing to say. Like I get mm-hmm. it if you're like, you know, I just I just really ultimately wasn't interested in the part. Like cool. Like so you 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 know met with whoever sat down, probably looked at, looked at the script or at least explored what they were gonna do with the character, and then you were like, eh, no, I, I I'm good. I don't I don't necessarily like want to spend my time doing that role um cool no problem um but yeah his his comments were just kind of strange to me um but as far as john travolta potentially taking over like that's cool john travolta is an awesome actor uh and he hasn't really been involved in any anything that i like look forward to in a while so it would be cool to kind of get him on this i mean it was probably like the last movie that I really, really uh, loved that he was in was a love song for Bobby Long. And that was 2003. It's one of Scarlett Johansson's early movies. Um, but like, that's, that's been a while. So, you know, if he, if he gets cast, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be excited for it. Um, Cause I mean, he, he's a great actor and, and, you know, I would hope that he would get more, uh, more roles than he, you know, has gotten over the last several years. True story with Alex. Very true story. Very yeah. true story. I'm here to preach the truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, Nick, one movie that he's done, it wasn't recently, it was years ago, but I thought it was really good. It was very entertaining. It was from Paris something. It was like he was, a, a yeah, yeah. he was bald. I thought that was a really good movie. I didn't oh, really like it. I, I thought his character was good. Like, it was like kind of over the top but fit like what they were going for i'm not a huge fan of what, what's that guy's name john john reese myers myers yeah, yeah. John not, and not not really a big fan of his um like i don't i don't like hate him or anything he's just like not one of my like kind of top actors like i would look at something like that and try to compare it to something like broken arrow and like dude give me broken arrow any day of the week and twice on sundays before like i'm gonna sit down and watch from paris again (laughs) (laughs) i did love that we get a that we got a uh royale cheese reference uh in that movie i thought that was pretty great 
Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that, that was nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty dope. Um, but I'm sorry, Joel. Go ahead. I apologize. I just wanted to throw that in there. I thought that movie was, was pretty dope. I, di- I didn't think uh, it was, like, yeah. the greatest, but it was, like, it was entertaining. No, I agree. I, I didn't expect much from it. I didn't expect – I actually went in did not expect him to like the movie, and I was kind of surprised at how much I actually enjoyed <laughs> the movie itself. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that wasn't that bad. I really thought it was going to shit, but whatever. Like King Arthur, um, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's just like one of those things. You're like, uh, not living look good. The trailer wasn't great, but uh, the movie ended up being funny. And that's yeah. all I needed it, it to be. It ended up being enjoyable. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, King Arthur like, was oh, okay. a good not movie, bad. though. Let, let, let's not uh, throw King that Arthur, joke out there, Nick. It was okay. I enjoyed movie, it. Yeah. I told you I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, I like necessarily go so far as to say it's a good movie. It's an enjoyable it was, movie. Uh, it, it was enjoyable, and it the CGI was ass. But aside from that, it was, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, out, Joe, we can't say that, man. We got free stuff in there. We we can't we can't uh, knock that movie. I enjoyed there. the movie. We walked out very happy. I know a lot of people. We 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 enjoyed the movie together. We that's one of the first movies we watched together in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> it was good though. Yep. Yeah, it was, um, it was really good, man. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy. I like the music, the score, and all that. But whatever, you know, that's 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 in the past now. Unfortunately, did not do well. <laughs> um, correct. <laughs> um, we'll move on to our next topic. Um, oh wow! So this is uh this has been going around. Uh, something we've heard a while back, maybe like almost a month ago. Uh, and it's coming back around. Uh, WB is apparently still courting Lady Gaga um for a role in Birds of Prey. Um, a lot of people are speculating that it's obviously for Black Canary, but her, uh, uh, we've heard that it's probably for more than just that. Actually, I think they've given her choice over her what, whatever she wants to be. Um, but I think originally it was for Black Canary or Huntress, her choice. Um, but I, I, they went back because originally she went, they went to her and they, she said no. Uh, and now they're coming back apparently with a bigger offer and more of a bigger choice in the matter of who she can play. But we don't know that for sure because we've had uh, some of our closer informants telling us that it's not the case. And then you have other people saying, yes, uh, I like to think we're somewhere in the middle. Because I think what happens is I don't, I don't think the studio itself is not – I don't think they're confident she'll take the offer regardless. So a lot of people are coming out and just being – they're like, ah, it's never going to happen because it probably never will happen. But the idea for them talking is not a bet, uh, out of the realm of a possibility because of the fact that her new movie, which apparently she does great in, is part of Warner Brothers. So, what do you guys think about that, uh, Juwan? Wh- how do you feel about Lady Gaga joining the DCU in general, or DC World of DC, um, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Juwan? <laughs> um, I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, I mean, again, she's not on my top five or top ten list. Uh, if you had asked me like a year ago, I would have never thought of Lady Gaga joining the DC universe. Um, <laughs> but like I said, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not against it because I feel like in the DCEU so far, I have not seen a bad casting. Um, So it's just like I have no reason to hate it. I mean, it's like there's a few names Marvel had casted. I was just like, where did you even find this guy? And and now I'm like, all right, well, I love this guy now. So, I mean, I'm starting to have that same same feeling with DC as far as their casting. Um, like they, to me, they haven't casted a large role bad yet. They've casted a few short roles badly, but not any large roles. Um, so I mean, I'm willing to wait and see. I mean, I saw a photo of Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga for this new movie that they have coming out. It looks pretty good actually. Um, and I was telling yeah. Jane earlier, Star is born. I saw them. 
Yeah, Stars Born. Thank you. I saw the photo of them together, and all I keep picturing is like Oliver Queen and and uh, and Dinah. Like if if they do yeah. cast her for 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 Black Canary, I mean, let's not act like Bradley Cooper couldn't be an amazing Oliver uh, Queen. So I mean, I'd be completely fine with it. It's just one of those things where it's like I hope they're not doing uh, a situation to where it's like, all right, we want you so bad, we'll let you do whatever you want, because it's like, right. n- no, let's. <laughs> Let's not do that. Uh, but I will say with this Birds of Prey movie, I'm expecting big things. I saw that, uh, Nick, I meant to tell you, I saw that Oceans movie with uh, Sandra Bullock in uh, that, that huge cast. I was yeah. really not a fan of that movie. Um, so I'm really hoping Birds of Prey just goes like... Really? With, with the all. Yeah, I just, I was, I was just personally me not a fan. The movie wasn't horrible. I will not say that. I just wasn't a fan of the execution no. of everything. Uh, it just didn't funny. feel separate I was enough. Just, it I was, was just funny. talking like, about... Well, it didn't have to be that separate, considering it's using the same name. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was just talking about that movie with my sister yesterday, and she's like, I love that movie, blah, blah, blah. But she's also a girly girl, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you this. I tell you this. It definitely... Um, to me, the, the biggest issue I had was I felt as though it didn't separate itself enough. Like, I didn't feel like it was them doing their own thing. I kind of felt like it was just a recreation of what we saw. Was Clooney Danny in, in the movie? That's all I need. If he was um, not in the movie, it was separate enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That's all I'll say. Fair enough. Um, but no, as, as far as uh, Lady Gaga, I mean, we know apparently Margot Robbie is producing uh, the film, I believe. Uh, the yeah. word was, yeah. was out um, from before. So I hope she's hands-on in what's going on. Uh, because I I thought she was amazing as Harley, and I kind of want this to be something that she's 100% okay with. We do not need any more of DC's big stars deciding to drop out. Uh, so it's like we need to make sure she's happy in what's going on. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like don't give Lady Gaga the whole Brinks truck and, and tell her, like, just do what you want. You know, we'll pay you. Just do what you want. We just need you. Uh, it has right. the flow right. It has the fit. So as long as it meets all those requirements, I personally have no issue with Lady Gaga, the actress. Nick? Well, uh, I have yet to see the, the new uh, Oceans movie, but I, I kind of heard, um, I guess, something similar to what you were, you were saying, Juwan, is like, um, like it's maybe a little better than Oceans 12, but not as good as Oceans 13 and not nearly as good as the first one. Um, so... But well, honestly, my thing is like how many how many different ways can you do that kind of heist movie? You know, like it, it, I mean, I get why they they kept making them because it like this is an, an excuse. You know, the twelve and thirteen is like an excuse for like get the band back together and like they seem like they all had a shit ton of fun making those movies. So I mean, it makes sense. And they you know they they sold a lot uh, a lot of tickets. But I've I didn't particularly like 12 or 13 i was like yeah it's 11 oh, well. 11's enjoyable uh it's it's you're, a solid 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 movie <laughs> but uh I, I don't know i just it's just it's just retreading you know like but just my 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 personal taste or whatever um but i probably will check out oceans any just to see what it's all about to, to see what the hype's about um but uh as far as lady gaga i like i haven't seen her in anything like i i We'll be interested to see uh, A Star is Born. Um, I love uh, Bradley Cooper, a uh, great, like, awesome actor. 
pretty much anything that he's involved with, I, I generally like, with maybe like a rare exception that I can't even think of off the top of my head. But, like, so I'll check that out, and then I guess I'll have a better opinion. My my only hesitation, again, would um, kind of like what Juwan was alluding to, um, would be, you know, make sure Margot Robbie's cool with it. Like, make sure you're not going to have a situation where it's like, you know, Lady Gaga's used to used to running her own show. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, don't you don't necessarily want to have a situation where you, you have um, a, a diva uh, yeah. type personality Doing. coming in, yeah, right. and like dictating or yeah, yes, there you go. Um, and you know, I'm not saying that would be the case, but I mean, I think you would want to make sure that you know that it's very clear to her that this is like Margot Robbie's baby. You know, she's producing it. She's obviously going to be like the main focus of it. Um, it's going to be an ensemble, but at the same time, like, you know, like it's, it's, it's not like it's going to be like, Hey, Lady Gaga, you like, here's your movie, you know? So, but if she were to take a, a prominent role in the film and she does really well with it, maybe she could get her own movie. And if that's something she'd be interested in, um, and you know, she wants to come in and, and, you know, be a team player with everybody involved. Like, sure. Like I, I, like I said, I haven't seen her act, but usually, like the if you're if you're able to like choreograph like the kinds of shows that she puts on, uh, you're, you're at the very least, you know, you're you're probably going to be a reasonably good actress. Um, and you know, she seems really really smart too. Um, in like little sound bites that I've heard from her, so I mean, I I don't think. Just, you know, with what little information I have, I, I think she probably would tend to be a, a good to very good actress. So, I mean, in that sense, like, yeah, I'm totally cool with it. Yeah, I will too. say, no, I was just going to say really quick, I will say she was in um, American Horror Story, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was. And, and she, got, uh, she got a lot of fans uh, on board with her, her character from uh American horror story. I heard nothing but good things from from her time doing that. Uh so that I don't I don't know how much stock you'd put in <laughs> depending on what your thoughts are about the show, but that's definitely an area of good acting show. that you could look at and and say you can kind of get a feel of of how she is as an actress from that. Um mm-hmm. and then, you know, once this movie with Bradley Cooper comes out, you can get a better idea, but from the trailer, she looks just great. She looks great. The singing is great. Um, that movie's gonna tell me a lot because I never knew Bradley Cooper could sing. I never really knew she could act. Mm-hmm. So I'll find out both. Yeah, right. <laughs> <In that movie. laughs> For sure. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I liked her in American Horror Story. I watched. Um, she's a part of Hotel, big part. She's like one of the main characters, and uh, she had a smaller role in the Roanoke one. Um, but yeah, I thought I was impressed because I didn't know what to expect and um, she did a great job for what she had in in those in the, that show. Um, but that's the only thing I've seen her in. And I know that's what she wants to do now. She wants to do acting. Apparently she does great in this new movie. And her camp is very much focused on her doing those type of movies, like those smaller independent type, uh, uh, big, like, a lot with a little type of thing, which like, it's going to ex- accentuate her. And I think that's really what is happening. Like based on what I've heard 
uh, from Mario on uh, uh, from RTF. Um, he's saying that her camp is really the side that's pushing against taking the deal, and that she's kind of open to it. She wouldn't mind it. It's just her camp, her like her, her insiders are trying to push her towards more smaller movies uh, that are, like one off. You know what I mean? And I'm okay with it if if it ever gets to that point. Like we were talking about it all this week, and I think Lady Gaga getting the role will be fine. I, I, this is like not someone that was on my radar ever, um, but I would not be opposed to her being in the movie in some capacity. Uh, and obviously everyone's thinking of her as the Black Canary, which I think at the end of the day she'd probably end up being the Black Canary. But um, I think we're all in agreement. We wouldn't we wouldn't be upset if she got casted, right? No, I wouldn't be upset. <clears throat> I'd only be upset yeah, I if I thought she wasn't a good actress. And then I'd be like, all right, come on, guys. But I, I can't make that decision yet. So I wouldn't be right, upset because right. I, I don't want to judge too early. And then she's great, and now – I'm looking like the idiot who was against it from the beginning, so I'll just wait. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm totally pretty much agree. in that same boat. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna just kind of wait and see. But my initial like gut feeling would be, yeah, she'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree. Anyway, we're gonna move on. We're gonna go on to the next topic. Next topic involves a little bit of a small a spawn update from uh, the creator himself, Todd McFarlane creator and now current director of the Spawn movie, um, indie movie, as he, I think he's trying to sell it as. <laughs> and um, uh, it just seems like uh, he just had a, a, a semi-big announcement. Uh, Greg Nicotero uh, has joined uh, as a, not as a cast member, but as a behind-the-scenes guy. Um, he is, uh, people know him more from Walking Dead because he's, uh, he's the guy that does the makeup for the, he's the zombie guy. Everyone knows him as the zombie guy, so he's going to be helping with the costume. Yeah, so he's going to be working on the costume for Spawn with Todd. Apparently, it's going to be different from what we know, but also similar, if that makes any sense. <laughs> That's what he's trying to explain. It. He's still going to have a mask. He's still going to have the cape. He's still going to have whatever, whatever, but it's still going to be different in its own respect from what we're used to. At least that's what he said. But that was his big news. Uh, what do you think about it, Nick? Uh, I mean, I, that's that seems like a really smart uh, get. Like, A, you're getting a guy who, I mean, for any complaints that I have about Walking Dead, um, which, you know, I have I have a few, um, but <laughs> definitely, like, the makeup is not one of them. Like, they, like, all of that, like, they make they make that stuff look super, super real, and it's it's very impressive what they're able to do. And granted, Walking Dead is like one of the biggest budget television shows, uh, probably the biggest cable network, I would imagine, um, like outside of anything like Game of Thrones or anything like that. Right. Um, but you're still, you know, you're still dealing with a guy who's used to working on a tighter budget than a m- huge major motion picture. So, you know, the fact that he's coming from a telev- the television world and, you know, has, you know, experience working within, you know, a tighter budget, that's probably also a really good thing because we know this Spawn movie is not going to have a huge budget. I believe it was like $12 million or something. It, was, it wasn't a lot, um, as, as I recall. Side. Yeah. Right. So, so, like, with that in mind, like, yeah, get a guy who's, who's used to working with a budget. I mean, I would be very surprised if, like, a uh, – what like a like two episodes of The Walking Dead, which would you know total out to about the length of a film, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I would be very surprised if, if that budget was bigger than, you know, the spawn budget. So he's used to working with a tight budget. So that's, I think that's probably the most important thing. Um, and as far as uh, his comments on, you know, what what for us to expect, you know, as far as, you know, it, it ringing true to the character, but maybe be a little different than, you know, what, what we have in, in mind. Uh, I'm just going to have to see it. <laughs> like that could mean right. a million different things. Like once I see it, like then I'll have like, you know, a, a, a more um, a formulated opinion on how it looks. But I mean, as far as, as far as, you know, the guy, I think they got the right guy for the job. Right. Right. Uh, and a uh, little tidbit. Apparently he worked on the original Spawn movie, at least uh, the costume of it. So that's, that's oh. not bad then. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Jawan, what are you? Uh, what are your feelings on it? Um, I, I'm fine with the, the costume guy, but I feel about this movie the same way I originally did about Venom. So where it's just like, okay. Um, and then it's like Venom casted Tom Hardy, and I was like, all right, I'm on board. So like when Spawn casted Jamie Fox, I'm like, yeah, I want to see this, but it's like, I don't know. I I I just I I personally don't like. Todd being the guy that's the director. I kind of feel as though if you've, like, I get it. You've created the character, so no one knows the character better than you, but that does not always translate. I mean, if that were the case, we would have had, what's his name, who created Deadpool directing the movie, and I don't think that would have been a good idea. I think it was better. The prequel trilogy would be, you know, ungodly amazing, and we all know that's not the case. Right, (laughs) right. So... I don't think that always translates the best. I think they're better as someone who's like a consultant to like the writer, whoever's writing the movie, um, works close to whoever's the, the director. But I, I don't know. I always feel like if you created the character, you're you're kind of biased. So it's like you don't see it from the you're other point of view. It. Right. Yeah. You're way too close to it. So, I mean, that just makes me really nervous. And it's like Jamie Foxx is like, he's been one of those hit and miss guys with movies as of late. Like he's had Django, he's had, um, uh, baby driver, but then in between that, he's had sleepless that I didn't think was horrible, but was shaky. Um, and he had something else before that, but I can't remember what it was. Um, so it's like, if you telling me Jamie Foxx is going to be spawn, I want a director who can fully capture that. Um, and who can make sure that this is a hit for Jamie Foxx. Uh, Todd doing, I mean, guys, let's not forget, this is the same Todd who started, who started off uh, the whole idea of making this movie by, by coming out and saying the budget was only going to be a million dollars. Wait, yeah, what? <laughs> who are you? Wait a minute. A million dollars is going to be your budget? Who are you going to hire to do this movie? Like, what are you talking about? So we're going to have a lot stars. about this guy. Like, well, you know, man. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be a lot more than a million dollars, man. <laughs> right. And yeah, and just like, right, and that kind of movie, ahead, like, there's just no way. Like, I mean, I know, right. like, Tarantino made Reservoir Dogs for like thirty thousand uh, dollars, but right. I mean, it's it's just totally different kind of movie. There's different, no like yeah. supernatural elements or any any kind of crazy right. shit like that going on. So like, yeah, this is Spawn we're talking about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's like, dude, I don't I don't want you to make this movie if it's gonna look shittier than the first one. Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. That's that's what my uh, biggest hesitation was that more so than the director. And yeah, the director is a big part of it, but I I'll give him a chance. I mean I, I don't we've never seen him do anything like that. So it is a big it's just taking a chance. There's a huge chance there because 
he's never directed anything before. I mean, he's been in charge of many things, but he's never directed a movie before, from my, from my knowledge. Um, and, but no. he did attract Jamie Foxx. He brought now Jeremy Renner as a part of the cast, too. So it's like, at least he's on the right track. No, I agree with you, and that's why I said, I mean, I just personally, I, I think he's just too close to it. And it's one of those things where it's like, I can already feel, because he's already said he wanted this to pretty much be like a rated R movie. I can already mm-hmm. feel like the critics won't attach themselves to it. And Spawn is not, I mean, Jamie is someone that's super marketable, but Spawn just isn't a marketable character. Like, you can't have him on, like, car commercials and stuff like that. Like, you could possibly mm-hmm. do Venom with, with Tom Hardy. So it's like, it has to be good. <laughs> you know, like, there's nothing else you can attach to it. So it has to be good. So, I mean, that's just what scares me about Todd being at, at the helm of it. But, listen, I'll wait and see. Because uh, I told you guys, whenever I see a trailer, that's what sets everything for me. So I'll wait for that. But I am super excited for Jamie because I think he'd be an amazing spawn. Uh, but as far as the, the makeup guy, I, I love the makeup and stuff from The Walking Dead. So at least I know Spawn should visually look amazing. Um, but everything else is yep. what kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah, still early. We'll see how things progress down the line. But, uh, yeah, uh, it, he's getting he's got the right people involved, so hopefully he'll keep making the right decisions down the line. Yeah, and and one more thing before we move on. I think, too, mm-hmm. having the guy from The Walking Dead probably speaks to the fact that they're going to be using a lot of practical effects as well, which, you know, I, if you're working on a low budget, like, you probably want to, like, save CGI for, you know, only when yeah. absolutely necessary. And if you're getting you know, the dude from The Walking Dead, like, awesome, awesome guy with practical effects. And, like, that's, that's a, good it, point. It's, it's, it, a lot of movies are over CGI'd nowadays. Like, I, I think, you know, you can say whatever you want about um, the, like, newer, newer Star Wars movies, but I really like the fact that they've been able to blend the mix of practical effects with CGI kind of relatively seamlessly. Um, right. So you know, I, w- I would hope that this movie is going to. It seems like it will kind of you know, be more on the practical effects side. Yeah, I didn't. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the idea that uh, it, it, we know it's not going to be a CGI suit at the very least. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> so, yes, that's a success. Anyway, we're going to move on to the next topic. Um, apparently, Titans is going to be released on October 12th on the DC Universe streaming service. Um, but it will debut at New York City Comic Con for those in attendance on the third. Um, we're still trying to figure out how we're going to get in there, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that point. The point is, it will be debuting. We have a release date. Um, how excited are we about the Titans show, the Nick? You know, I really wasn't like. I mean, y'all know I'm not. I'm not like. I don't watch any of the CW stuff. Like, I'm not like. It's just not usually my thing. Uh, I never really got into um, the Titans cartoon, which I've heard nothing but, but good things about. And I, I, I definitely feel like I would enjoy that because I, I did love Earth's Mightiest Heroes and there was a version of the uh, Justice League that I really enjoyed too. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, when I saw this trailer, man, I was blown away. Like I was like, holy shit, dude. Like this looks badass. Um, and, you know, just, just a fuck Batman line. Like, I was like, oh, damn, dude, they took it there. Like, that, 
that, that sold me. <laughs> and especially after, like, Robin just kicked the shit out of all these guys, like, mercilessly. Um, and, you know, I think uh, the other characters um, I'm not super familiar with, but that is kind of exciting to me to kind of, like, get introduced to these characters. Um, I've always kind of been, like, a late bloomer like that when it comes mm-hmm. to, you know, some of, some of the um, less prominent DC characters. Um, so it'll be fun for me to, like, watch and, and see these takes on them and, and go back and, you know, see them in other forms of media and see, you know, different different kind of versions of them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not – the only thing is I'm not going to – by the the DC Universe streaming service, like that ain't gonna happen. So we'll we'll see how I figure out uh, watching it. But um, gotcha. but uh, but yeah, I definitely look forward to it. I, I think it it uh, I mean it just it looks pretty pretty mm-hmm. badass. So I'm, I'm excited about yeah. it. By the way, what what mm-hmm. are they gonna change uh, New York Comic Con to? Does anyone know that yet? I I have no idea, but it's currently still being advertised as New York City Comic Con. So. Gotcha. As, as far as I can tell. At least on Instagram, it's like that. Uh, the, our notices are the same. So I don't know. I have no idea how that's going to – how it affects what or where, how or when. We'll yeah, see that. I would think <laughs> – yeah, I would think they would have to – like, that, that couldn't be, like, an immediate thing. Like, you'd have to wait. Like, you couldn't, right. like, tell right. them they have to change everything they've already printed out for it, you know. Um, exactly. And logos, designs, everything else. So, But that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what all these various Comic-Cons, you know, end up changing their names to. Uh, Jawan, how do you feel about it, Titans? I'm excited, man. I really hope me and you can get in there early, uh, meet Ryan Potter okay. and, and, and the cast, do like a quick uh yeah, with them period. and everything. Get in there, period. Yeah, you know I'm always forward thinking, but yeah, get in there first, <laughs> and then. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I'm really excited for this show. Um, <laughs> Kanan had told us that he had heard it's it's as bad as the first Iron Fist, and I remember telling him, "Well, as long as it's not as bad as Inhumans, like I could live through <laughs> watching Iron Fist again." I didn't even finish after the first two episodes of Inhumans. So if you're telling me it's Iron Fist bad, I could rewatch season one of Iron Fist any day. I will never watch Inhumans. So it's like, I'm fine with that. I could live with that. Um, And the biggest thing we were critical about with Iron Fist was that it just didn't scream martial arts. Right. We don't really need Titans to me. Right. We don't really need Titans to scream martial arts. We only got one guy who would need that. (laughs) And if you're telling me that's all the show is, is Robin fighting, uh, it's just like, well, there's other members. So, I mean, that, right, that right. to me just didn't really make sense. I thought the story of Iron Fist and the actors were good. Uh, I didn't have a problem with them. I just thought, like, you have a, a character who based himself in martial arts, and the martial arts is horrible. So that was my only issue of Iron Fist. Um, I, I, I got so, one more major issue with that, Danny Rannikin Skywalker. Yeah. Like, well, see, see, to me, see, to me, and it's funny when everyone says that. To me, I was fine with Anakin Skywalker um, in Revenge of the Sith. Um, I, I, to me, it just it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Um, So when I saw uh, uh, Finn Jones playing Danny in the first season, I I was fine with that. I actually couldn't stand him in Defenders. 
thought it was just come on now. Like this is tell you what, insane. Like Cheo gets him. Cheo gets him because yeah. he was awesome in Luke Cage season two. So like well, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that that well, trend continues going forward. I I'll tell say you this. what, I can promise you it yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah, it looks good. I'll it say does. that. <laughs> it does look um, good. Um, it gets better from no, here. <laughs> it definitely does, Nick. I will tell you, whoever, I can't remember the showrunner for Iron Fist Season 2, but whoever the showrunner is, uh, like, yeah. definitely gets name. it. He gets it. Um, mm-hmm. But as far right. as Titans, uh, the, the biggest issue I have going into Titans is um, we got the official look, like, posters of the entire team. And my biggest issue with the show, it seems like it's going to be is it still looks like Starfire's power is fire. And I'm just like, it's driving me insane. Cause it's like, there's no calm way to hit someone with fire. Like it, it freaked me out when I saw oh, the, the human people torch up, do it. Yeah. It but it confused me when I saw <laughs> the human torch do it, when he was throwing fireballs at people and they were just falling. I was like, wait, what? It, <laughs> it's fire. Like, what do you yeah. mean? It's so, the same thing on the CW with Heatwave and, and Captain Cold. They're shooting people with fire and ice and they're just falling over. I'm like, no, they exactly. would be frozen or burnt to death. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So in the trailer, you see her like shooting this, you know, these guys in front of her with like this huge fire blast and they just look like they're falling. Yeah. I'm like, wait, that should like burn someone well, they to might, death. They, like, they might be crumbling. You don't know. You, have to, you haven't seen uh, what, they what could. the after effects of that fire. <laughs> That's absolutely true, but to me, I'm more curious to see if the fire is something that that is like, uh, um, you know, something that that uh, is like of her because she's a beginner. But maybe Mm -hmm. it turns into like a blast the more she gets trained in controlling her power. So that's what I'm really interested to see. Um, This could be a progression. I'm hoping that's what it is, because if you're telling me I'm getting a full season of her literally burning people to death, I'm going to say, okay, hold on. Like, whose Teen Titans are these? Like, wait a minute. I don't well, recall Starfire being out here killing people. Um, yeah, well, we don't know the story yet. Yeah, we don't know how everything we works. Right. We know we, uh, we they're going with the fire route, the red. Because uh, in the old days, Starfire was that her blasts were, like, red and orange and shit. Nowadays, you're green. Right. <laughs> so... We don't know. We don't know how they're going to play with it. We, I know a lot of people bitching about the way she looks and how, you know, because we haven't seen any other way of her looking except for her pretty much kind of, uh, I don't want to hook her clothes, <laughs> kind of looking like that a little bit. Yeah, well, um, the, the thing with Starfire is, from what I remember from the comics, like, I don't, again, like you just said, I don't want to use that term, like, hookerish, but she's never had a costume that I thought you could literally translate from the comics to screen. I always thought you would have to change her look up because she always had like that short, short skirt. And it was just like, all right, well, like, I don't think you, you kind of want to go that route. Yeah. You kind of want to go that route for the show. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, I always thought they would take liberties with her attire. So I was never Definitely. committed to the comic look. Cause I'm like, you can never really translate that. But it's the old like one, they're making least, her yeah. look right. But now it's like they're making her look even more hookerish <laughs> than what the comics yeah. kind of did. So it's like, yeah. ugh, oh but like God. it's like like a cheap hooker. Look. That's the sad part. It's not like one of those right. It's like cheap <laughs> right. hooker. This ain't no escort. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. They, they got her looking yeah. like she's on the corner with a cigarette. Like, like it doesn't right, look right. super classy. Um, so, yeah, that's so kind like, of the look I see too. Yeah, exactly. that's what I mean. That's like, 
<laughs> exactly. Just That's like, what I mean. Jeans on the girl. It's like some right. jeans on well, the girl. Come on, do something. We know for a fact she won't be staying in those clothes the whole sh- the whole show. Right. There's obviously a reason right. behind it. We'll see it in due time about that. What the hell that's all about? Hopefully, um, right. there's a good reason for everything that we've seen and or haven't seen just yet. I am looking forward to it. just like the two of you. I liked the trailer. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's very uh, a lot. You know, a lot of people bitched about certain things, mainly about because again, Starfire is in those sneaker clothes and Robin uh, apparently killing people. <laughs> it bothered a lot of people, but um, me. <laughs> no, I'm fine it. with it. <laughs> yeah, I was I wasn't too upset oh, about it. Um, you said something? And, yeah, no, I was gonna say, and we had heard reports that the season might end on um, Dick Grayson trans, uh, you know, uh, creating the whole Nightwing uh, yeah. costume that yeah. we know. I like that. Um, so I it's like that he's fully happen. getting out of he's fully getting out of Bruce's shadow and is becoming his right. own person. Uh, and that's when we issue in the whole Nightwing uh, persona. So I'm really curious if we'll go at least most of the season with them calling him Robin. So he's like, you know what? Robin's dead and gone. I am now Nightwing, and that's what you'll call me. So if that's the evolution that they go, I'm really excited. I'm also excited about the the dynamic between Raven and Robin uh, to where it looks like he's going to play that older brother, more mature uh, protector. Of her, because we've never really seen her this young. So it'll be really interesting right. how they play that out. I'm excited for that. Yeah, me too. I, I can't wait to finally get our hands on it so we can finally see this damn thing. But anyway, um, actually, before we go to the next topic, um, I wanted to stay within the same realm. Um, I dropped some pictures last night from uh, that I found on Twitter about the Doom Patrol. And we know the Doom, Doom Patrol is going to be showing up on Titans. Uh, at some point, those are some good costumes. Mm. Did you see the the Negative Man costume? That was a good. That's what he looks like. <laughs> like that's Negative Man. And then we got a picture of Robot Man. We didn't get a very good one, but we got something, and he looks like Robot Man. So I'm like, this is what I mean. Like we got the costumes. Uh, we know Robin looks great, so th- they know what they're doing. Hawk and Dove looked great in the picture that we did see. This is why I'm, I'm not too upset about the look of Starfire because I'm like, there has to be a good reason. There's no way they do that good with the other show and this show in certain aspects and not know what they're doing with Starfire. I mean, last night's pictures were, I think, they, they, they tell you that they have an there's, there's some There's more to it than we know because there's no way they just shit on Starfire for no reason. There's no way. It makes no sense. Well, what do you guys, did you guys see the pictures from last night? Yeah, I did. You want to go first, Nick? Yeah, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, like I like you know I I kind of said earlier I'm not like ultimately familiar with the the characters so it's like I can't look at it like you can and be like that looks exactly like the comics but what I can do is look at it and say yeah it does look pretty badass like they're balling on a budget over there and they're making it work and you know they're it it seems like particularly with those like costumes. Uh, I actually really liked uh, Robot Man. That was the dude in the truck, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like there. I mean, yeah, it was. It was. You know, you didn't get to see a lot of him, but you had to see his head. And I was like, damn, dude, that dude looks fierce. Like, uh, I, I thought the the like look of all of the various uh, characters looked pretty damn cool. Yeah, I, I was impressed. Jawan. Yeah. I, I, all right. <laughs> Let me not sound like a hater when I say this. 
I was less excited about their look and more excited about the fact that if they look that good, Cyborg's going to look insane. <laughs> that yeah. what I was more excited about. Like, that was the first thing that rung in my head. I was like, wow, they made these characters that I really know nothing about look really awesome. What is Cyborg going to look like? So my mind immediately went to Cyborg because that was the one person, obviously, we have not seen. Um, yeah, and we, we know he's coming. Him. Right, right, we know he's coming. So, I mean, I'm just really excited. Also, to your point, <clears throat> I will say this. <laughs> what Warner Brothers better not let happen is that this streaming service gives us consecutive great shows, and we're still trying to properly world-bend the movie. Then that would be like, <laughs> all right, come on. So, wait, you could do animated, you could do comics, you could do TV shows, but you can't do a continuity for a, for the movie? Come yeah, on, guys. Yeah. So, yeah, consistently. So, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, and I'm I'm super excited about whenever we get um, casting news and stuff for, for Swamp Thing uh, and yeah. stuff like Can't that. Yeah, can he forward. looks like. Because they're going to, and Stargirl, we know that that's going to be tonal, uh, toning, uh, tone-wise, I'm sorry. Totally it's going to be different than yeah. the other shows. Um, so for I'm sure. really excited for the world that they're building uh, in this streaming uh, universe, mm-hmm. is what I'm calling it, the streaming universe. Um, but yeah, they look great. I'm just waiting for Cyborg and then the crossover from Cyborg to the Titans. That's just, I, my mind's that far. That's what I'm focused on. Nice. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, I've been in it for, I mean, since I saw that picture of Robin, <laughs> like, I was like, holy oh, yeah. shit, that's a beautiful picture of Robin. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was nice. Uh, I was in. But um, I, I really, I'm hoping, I'm holding out hope that the this, this show is at least decent. Um, right. Uh, and and we, we'll see, obviously. But I'm excited for everything that's coming. We have a whole, it's going to be this giant. I already have it. I, I pre-ordered it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be there same day. The only thing I'm worried about is, like, will we be able to see, well, I'd be able to see it on like the console because like I, I my PlayStation is downstairs, so I want to be able to see it on my PlayStation. You know, um, sure. I don't feel like you know it's it's inconvenient to just watch shit on my phone. Like I don't mind watching shit on my phone. Sometimes I have no choice, but you know I prefer to watch it on the television just like everybody else. But you know that's just anyway. Uh, but enough of that. Uh, we're going on to our next topic and. Whoa! This uh, news. Uh, we've heard rumblings for a long time about this. Um. But we don't know. We never know what's going on with this because he, he kind of sometimes talks out of his ass. But I love the dude. He's my man, yo. Wesley Snipes says there's still possibility in the MCU that we could see them him again as Blade. He said he's had conversations with him. He's been talking for two years. He has two ideas that he has on the table, but obviously nothing has trans, you know has gotten to that point yet. Is it movie-wise? Is it television-wise? I prefer it, obviously, on television. I would love to see uh, Wesley Snipes come back as Blade. That's me personally. Um, if it's true at all, I'm excited. Um, how do you feel, Juwan? Well, okay. <laughs> I agree with what you originally said. Wesley Snipes sometimes just loves to talk about Blade. Uh, he reminds me of – Wesley ever... Snipes loves to talk about Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Well, absolutely. But what it reminds me of is if you've ever, like, heard, like, met any of the old Power Rangers, all they talk about is the heyday. That's all they live in. It's like they don't yep. they don't acknowledge that there's a, a, a present. They only live in the past. Wesley Snipes screams that to me. Um, but my biggest issue is with what we've seen 
successfully work with the Netflix universe. I know Disney is now doing their own streaming service. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of don't want to see Blade on the big screen. I, I kind of want to see Me him. Uh, I kind of want to see him in the Netflix or streaming universe. Um, and if you're telling me that I can't have Wesley if I'm getting it in the streaming version, I'm okay not having Wesley. I'm okay moving on from what uh, you know from what he did as Blade. Uh, I just I really don't want Blade in the movies anymore. Um, I, I do not think this is the time. Uh, I I don't think Blade would really work on the big screen anymore. I think it's better fleshed out in um in a in an episodic format. I think that's the best way to break down Blade. Just like we kind of found out, the best way to break down Daredevil is through episodes. It's not through a two hour long movie. Um, right. and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. I don't think we regret it. I think we've fallen in love with Daredevil. So I think Blade could have the same effect. Um, and it would just, it would fit with this Netflix universe. Blade would just fit so perfectly. So would Moon Knight, so would Ghost Rider. Uh, it feels like it's, it's what they're transitioning into is a more, I don't want to say cosmic, but a more darker, uh, kind of character-driven universe. It, it it just it would fit a lot better there than it would in the movies. Because if you look at the movies and then you think of Blade, it's like, all right, I remember the first Blade. The movie started with him just murdering everybody in that club. <laughs> I do not see how that works in the current MCU. I think that just worked out a lot better uh, on the Netflix no, universe. So, yeah. right. So I'm I'm fine with Wesley Snipes coming back if it's in the capacity of the Netflix universe, but if it's in movie form, I literally have to wait till I see it in theaters to be a hundred percent okay with it. Yeah, I don't totally disagree with you. I definitely have the same exact sentiment. Nick, how do you feel about it? Well, Wesley Snipes definitely likes to revisit Blade all the time. Um, so I mean, that's that's. <laughs> It's it's kind of tiresome, honestly. Um, that being said, if they were to make a new Blade movie, I don't think there's. I, I mean, there's no way that it would cross over with the MCU. It would just be a new Blade movie, you know, like that. Right, that right. But you know, I my guess would be um, like Disney, you know, would essentially release it through what, like New Line or you know, one of the other studios that you know they can get away with having, you know, a, a more, you know, R-rated uh, tone, of, of, you know, so to speak. Um, but ultimately, like, I, I I just, I want somebody else to be Blade. Like, that's just kind of how I feel. Uh, like, I don't necessarily, I, like, I don't need a continuation of what we already have with the Blade trilogy. The first two are terrific. Like, they're amazing movies and I, I very much enjoy watching them. Um, but I don't, I don't need a continuation of those. And, you know, I definitely, um, think if you're not going to do a continuation of those, then like, why would you, why would you keep Wesley Snipes? Um, the, the weirdest thing though is like, I don't know if everybody's just like afraid of Wesley Snipes because like anytime the character gets brought up to anybody, other than Wesley Snipes, they're like, nah, man, that's Wesley. It's like, I ain't fucking Wesley Snipes. <laughs> and I just, like, I don't get it, man. Like, like I, I don't know. I Like, like if I was, like, say, John Boyega and someone asked me, I would be like, yeah, that would be awesome. I'd, like, I would have a great time, like, playing Blade. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, ultimately, 
like when he was asked, he was like, no, nah, no, nah, um, like there, there's like a like an unwritten rule in Hollywood. You you don't fuck with Wesley Snipes apparently. Um, so yeah. like, I don't know if anybody's gonna take it. Like it, it, that's that's the thing. It's like so you know if if my two options are no Blade and then Blade with Wesley Snipes either reprising you know his role and carrying like tacking on to the three we already got or if it's like just him playing the character but starting fresh like with a new story or whatever um yeah i mean i'll take i'll take that you know i'd I'd rather have blade than not have blade but i I really would like um just like a different character um i i I have a kind of a potentially maybe an interesting way that they could do blade um I like I I'm not positive how it would work as far as like the rights and all of that, but like mm-hmm. it, I think it would be interesting if they were going to do it as a movie to team up with Sony, because um, they got the they got the Venom movie. Obviously, they want to do like a Morbius the Vampire movie, like have Blade involved in that. Like that seems to make more sense if they're gonna if they want to use Wesley Snipes and like have some kind of connection to other Marvel characters like seems like he would fit in better there if they want to do it on the big screen. But short of that, I'm definitely with Juwan. I think Netflix makes the most sense um, as far as exploring, uh, exploring that character and, you know, with the um, potential crossover, you know, for him to like team up with any of the other characters that they might introduce and who we already have. I mean, Uh, no, I'm good. Not really. I was saying that. No, I was saying that the way Marvel uh, with the Netflix is, you know, had built Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones. I think that world is is set. That's in cement. You just have that as as its own world. I would prefer um, you create a, another world. You know, I'm not saying a completely different world or universe or anything. Just don't blend it yet. Let that universe build itself. Because if you're telling me that we could get uh, a Blade series, a Moon Knight series, a Ghost Rider series, I'm trying to think of someone else, but for now let's just keep it at that. And then we get a team up of, and then we get a team up of those guys. And then you do something right. And then you do something that's so huge that you might have to merge that, that set team with the defenders. Then that's like, all right, you're taking your your streaming universe to a whole new level. Um, I think that'd be best, uh, only because it's like we got we saw how when this Netflix Marvel universe came together with the Defenders, it just wasn't good. It wasn't good, so it was so bad that you have even Kristen Ritter that's like, I don't think there'll be a Defenders too. <laughs> like, it wasn't it was that bad though. Jesus Christ, <laughs> it wasn't very good. Critically, it wasn't critically. bad at all. Critically, it was the the critic, worst it was horrible. Right, no, critically, it was horrible. I don't horrible. want to hear that. Um, but no, I, I'm saying I personally would love down the road to see a Defenders too. I don't think it was that bad that you can't. I mean, because I don't think the Defenders was. No, I don't know. It was pretty bad. But no, what I'm saying it was is, not yeah. bad at all. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It, it was kind of bad, bad Joe. It was kind of bad. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to see, like like you said, Nick, do it in Chicago to where you have Blade, Moon Knight, and Ghost Rider, and then you have those worlds mesh, and then you have something so huge that you have to then blend 
uh, with the defenders. But what you were saying before, Nick, with having um, the the deal with Marvel and Sony, uh, seeing them do a deal again where, you know, the, they blend the worlds of Blade with Morbius, I would straight up fist fight uh, Kevin Feige if he were to tell me that it was like, you know what, instead of the second deal with Sony being blending Venom with Spider-Man, we're going <laughs> to skip that for now. We're going to blend Blade with Morbius. I'm going to say, listen, <laughs> I already could care less about Morbius. Now you want me to care about Morbius with Blade? No. You give me Venom and Spider-Man first. Then we talk right. others. Um, so I would yeah. straight up I'm not demand a fist fight. <laughs> exactly. I would straight up demand a fist fight with Kevin Feige if he gave the okay for that. But we still had to wait for the okay of, of Venom and Spider-Man. Um, yeah. But no, I, I did yeah. like the idea that, uh, that you gave though, Nick, because those two characters do blend very well. Uh, and you could do a, a universe to where it's like Blade has you know, his set movies, and then Morbius has his, and then in between you have them cross over. So either they're working together or they're taking on each other. Um, that would be something very interesting to see, especially because Jared Leto can, can you know, can act his tail off. Um, it would be sure so can. much fun to see, especially if Boyega is on the other side of that. Boyega versus Jared Leto would be so much fun. Um, but the the second deal between Marvel and Sony should not be Blade and Morbius. It should a hundred percent be Venom and Spider Man. Buy out. Yeah, no argument here. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like eventually, like it's just a, just a, a fleeting thought. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean that's pri- priorities, though. I, I feel you. Right. Exactly. I got you. I got you. No, I have no arguments here on that. Um, yeah. So now that we got that out of the way. Um, yeah, but I, I definitely want to see that in some capacity. I can't wait to see what they announce with that streaming site of their the Dave Disney Play or whatever they're calling it now. Um, mm-hmm. It's got to be I, huge. I, I know it's got to be huge. I hope so because they're already, look. Star Wars has already announced the things they're going to put on there. At least one or two things. We know the live action show is going to be on there. We know the Clone Wars is coming back on there. Um, it's just a matter of what Marvel is bringing to the table on there, and I'm very curious as to what's going to be. It better not be fucking. Um, no, the new Warriors thing that they, they, they never brought about. We never not. saw it. it was, I think no, I think that's what's <laughs> going to happen. Unfortunately, um, uh, new, new Warriors might end up falling in Disney Play, which is fine. But that's not that's not what you want to. That's not going to entice everybody to come out and watch. You know? No, as, as much as no, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, and it's a comedy. I mean, come on, it's Marvel. You got to you got to go hard. You got to go big. You got to go hard in the beginning. So I do look forward to seeing what, what Disney uh, has in, in store for Marvel on their streaming site. Anyway, I do uh, have, we have a, some Star Wars. What? I'm sorry, guys. No, I was gonna say I did had a I did have a quick question for you and Nick um, about oh, okay. that uh, the Star Wars the Star Wars uh, show that I think um, what's his name that did uh, John Favreau is supposedly yeah. working on. Um, yeah. Did you guys hear the rumor of what it what it's supposed to be about? Uh, I, I think so. Uh, yeah. So the hot rumor the hot rumor going around is that apparently John Favreau is taking on the Mandalorian. And we yeah. were possibly getting a series about the Mandalorians. So I was just curious mm-hmm. what you guys thought about uh, an idea of having a series about the Mandalorians. I mean, Star Wars The Clone Wars made them seem super interesting. Um, so I was always intrigued more about the, the backstory of the Mandalorians. Um, uh, so I was just curious to ask you guys, would you be fine with that, or did you want Favreau to tackle something else? I would be cool with it. Like, I mean, it's, I like if if 
we you know we always talk about how you know we we want like disney and 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 you know star wars to like branch out and venture into other things like i would rather see something about mandalore and <clears throat> various mandalorians with introductions of new characters than say see like a boba fett series that's just going to follow boba fett around like i already know right everything i need to know about boba fett like Show me like cool new characters and like, ex- like the the like Boba Fett himself is not overly that interesting. The the culture of Mandalore and all of like their like um, societal uh, things that you know we were introduced to in Clone Wars, like that to me is way more interesting, and I would much prefer to see that. So like I'm I'm totally cool with it. I think that um, I think it, it, at the very least it would be like really really interesting like you know for for me to sit down and like turn that on and and just kind of be able to be like wow okay cool like they're doing this like Mm -hmm. uh, that's something we haven't like they haven't explored they're adding on to the mythos that we already know so yeah i i I like the idea i think it's pretty cool yeah i agree that's the rumor (laughs) but I like it. I agree. I, I, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I think he played a Mandalorian in Clone Wars, right? Didn't he voice a Mandalorian on Clone Wars? I think that was the case. Um, so th- that's cool. I mean, I'm totally down with that. I, I, I mean, just whatever whatever new story they have uh, ready to tell me, uh, I'm totally behind it because I like Jan Fav- uh, John Favreau a lot. Uh, I love, I'm a big Star Wars guy, so I'm into whatever they want to tell. As long as it's a good story, I'm not really going to be too upset about it. Um, obviously I prefer to know more about the Jedi and all that, but that's because I like bright colors and lightsabers and shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't like the force? But yeah, for sure. Um, it is what it is. I'm down with that. If they're going to go that way and staying on star Wars, we did get some new star Wars news. Um, we got two new castings recently and we have no idea who these two people are playing, but apparently Matt Smith and Dominic Monaghan have both, been casted in Star Wars Episode Nine as uh, question mark, and the other one also as question mark. So I'm not, I'm curious, guys. How do you feel about the bo- uh, both castings, and who do you think they're playing? Uh, Nick, no clue who they're playing, <laughs> uh, but I do like both the castings. We touched on Monahan briefly last week, I think, um, but uh, but Smith, like we that that has since come out. Um, that like. He he's a really good actor. Um, one of my like favorite uh, little scenes uh, with him is uh, in a uh, a cut scene from In Bruges, um, where he plays uh, a younger version of Ray Fiennes, and he just like walks into a police station and like like cuts a, a police captain's throat or something. It's it, dude, it's gnarly. I don't know why they cut it, but they did. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean he's he's a really good actor, and he's so versatile man he could do it's i kind of have the same feeling as when they cast benicio del toro because it was like holy shit like an actor like that yeah, right. he could be anything like um yeah. I, I feel the same way about matt smith like he's he's got a lot of range he can he can you know obviously um you know play a good guy a bad guy um he's kind of very uh menacing uh presence to him when he you know turns that on so like yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. I I mean I have no idea. I mean they're so tight lipped. We we have don't and it's like the way they ended episode eight, 
it's like you have no fucking clue where it's going. Like, I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, um, we've, I, you know, I, I believe, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but from everything that I've heard, it's going to take place a few years after episode eight, um, right. kind of back to the traditional way that Star Wars movies have gone. Um, and so obviously, you know, you'll have the, you know, the rebels, you know, you know, trying to build their ranks back up and whatnot. And I, I imagine you would still have Kylo Ren in charge of the first order. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly, I, I really like the idea of, um, of um, Hux, like staging a coup against Kylo Ren. So to, to kind of take on the, the first order and maybe like a, a Matt Smith type character could be interesting in that. He could also be a prominent member of the Knights of Ren. Um, so those are just like two ideas. Um, but I really do like that, like, um, like Huck staging a coup. Obviously there's a, there's a power struggle there. And I mean, I don't care how powerful Kylo Ren is. He's not going to take on like if, if, Hux gets enough people, you know, he can, he can assume power. Um, but that would be an interesting way to like kind of deviate from things. If, if, you know, basically they betrayed Kylo Ren, who then, you know, was betrayed by the rebels. Now he's betrayed, you know, he basically just keeps getting betrayed no matter where he goes. And so he's got to kind of band together with, you know, the six or seven Knights of Ren. And that's like, you know, so you have three factions basically, um, instead of just the, the two, the classic good versus evil. I don't know, I just think that would be interesting. No, you're right. I totally agree with that. Uh Juwan, how do you feel about all of it? Um, it it, it infuriates me. Uh I'll start with that. Uh that a weird mainly way to... because <laughs> sorry, the reason I start off so uh so so aggressive is because you guys remember because uh, we had the show back when Benicio Del Toro got casted, and the first thing I mm-hmm. said was, he better be a Sith. Like, he better be somebody really important. I'd love for him to have been one of, uh, you know, maybe someone that maybe was, was helping Kylo, um, you know, uh, d- develop truly into a Sith Lord, um, or was part of the Knights of Ren. I thought that would be perfect. Benicio Del Toro just has that, that darkness about him. Uh, and then when we saw the movie, and I was just like, wait, what? What was that? Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Um, so I was just Game really disappointed. And everything. Yeah, fuck? I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, this is so horrible. So, I mean, obviously, uh, from Force Awakens to The Last Jedi, those two directors had two different um, ideas on where they wanted the story, their stories to go, obviously. Um, I do not think if Abrams did The Last Jedi, it would have been anything like that. Uh, that's oh, not yeah. saying I did not like The Last Jedi. I thought it was a really good movie. I just do not I think like that's what Abrams had envisioned. Um, and I think the third movie will be Abrams restoring what he actually wanted the trilogy to be, um, if he were the one to do the trilogy. Um, but as far as Matt Smith, the other guy, I I, I don't know. I mean, uh, whatever. Uh, I will say for Matt Smith, I definitely want him to be part of Knights of Ren. No, 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 I have nothing against him as an actor. I'm, I'm sorry, I did come off very dismissive. I apologize. I just, I can't think of a role for him. Matt Smith, I want to have been someone that was a, a deep friend of Kylo's back when he was in the Knights of Ren. Somebody that, um, excuse me, Kylo trusted very deeply. 
uh, to help him, you know, with the Knights of Ren and someone that Kylo now has to go back to now that he literally, like Nick said, can trust no one. Uh, thought he could trust Ray. Thought he could trust Snoke. Um, <laughs> at some point, thought he could trust Luke. Tr- can trust none of them. Um, mm. so I would love him to have someone who truly has his back, who has no agendas, only wants to make sure that Kylo's goals of becoming a Sith Lord manifest. Um, and I think Matt Smith could play that role perfect. Um, I I hated because the original uh, idea that they were saying Abrams had for uh, the second movie was the idea of having Luke and Ray on this planet versus Kylo and the Knights of Ren, mm-hmm. and that was supposed to be Kylo's moment of killing Luke. Um, so we finally get that arc of him really wiping away his past and embracing the dark side fully. Uh, we see the director of The Last Jedi completely went way away from that. Um, so we we were robbed of that epic lightsaber battle between um, Kylo and his crew versus Luke and Rey. Um, and I thought that would have been awesome. Um, so hopefully we get that in uh, the Knights of Ren versus Rey in, the, you know, in this new one. But that's what I want Matt Smith to be. I want him to be part of the Knights of Ren someone Kylo can depend on. Uh, and then I'd even back you, Nick, uh, the idea of seeing Huck versus Kylo and the Knights of Ren versus Rey in the the Resistance. I would love to see the idea of those three factions going up against each other. Uh, it would just make for just a great, great battle. So that's what I'm hoping for. Matt Smith needs to be part of the Knights of Ren, but he probably won't be, and I'll be discussing my, my uh, extreme disgust after I see the movie of how they found a way to waste that character. I'm like, temper your expectations, Jordan. You're probably going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Every time you yeah, say I, you I think if The Last Jedi taught us anything, that that is pretty much what, the lesson we should have yeah. learned from it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, they're listening. They're like, oh, that's what he wants? Fuck that. Strap it. But yeah, Star Wars, you can, you can sit here like, who knows? I, there's, there's probably characters we've never heard of, uh, and uh, that's the thing with Star Wars. Like I can't. It's hard to like put your finger on who's going to be what, and where, and how. And that's why I'm, I'm very much open to like whatever they do because I have no. I just don't have any idea, nor do I have a, a care of how they go about it. I just want to see a good story come out of uh, how it went because I really enjoyed Last Jedi. There were certain things that that bothered me, and I agree with you. I think probably the most, uh, just like you, was the Benicio. The way they used Benicio del Toro was weird. The, whole, I mean, the list bothered me more than anything. I'm like, why can't he just talk normal? Like, what was that all about? But whatever. And, I, you know, I, bet, and you that was, let's I not, bet you that was Benicio Del Toro's idea and Ryan Johnson. I was like, I love it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Let's, <laughs> let's also not sleep on... Well, you know, I mean, he had, the, he had the speech impediment and the usual suspects because he was deaf. He played a deaf right. character. So, like, right, right. I, it, 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 you know, I guess... I think there's at least one other movie where he has a weird speech pattern. So like maybe that's just one of his things. He likes to incorporate things like that. To, yeah, you know, for his yeah, that's true. I also that's don't true. don't want to sleep on the the biggest travesty from the Last Jedi. The fact that J.J. Abrams was like, yeah, no, when we you know when we got the cast of of Phasma, like we didn't have enough time to like really flesh her out and and like do more for her. But wait till you see her in the next one. And then Ryan Johnson was like, wait, what? Uh, no, we're going to waste her in this too. And I was just like, oh, no, you didn't have to kill her though. 
Like, why did you kill her? Leave her alive so then, like, Abrams can fix your mess up of Phasma. Like, come on, Ryan Johnson. Like, he really making this <laughs> difficult for me, man. So I thought that was one of the other biggest travesties. It was like Phasma deserved way more than that. <laughs> well, and, and they, cut, they cut, like, her really badass, like, fight scene where she, like, kicked the shit out of, like, ten different stormtroopers. Um, you know, like, like Finn had like, convinced all these stormtroopers to, like, hey, like, she's, you know, you're all being brainwashed, blah, 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 blah. And Phasma was like, I, y'all go with them, and I'm going to kill every single one of you bitches. Um, and, like, That'd be cool. but, you know, we, we kind of we kind of discussed this last week a little bit. Um, like, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly loved The Last Jedi. Like, I, for, it's, I, I think there are absolutely some flaws, and I think the biggest one for me is it's too bloated. So you had too many stories going on, like a bunch. It, it was like a, it's almost like it would have worked better as like a, a, a like a, a Netflix show, like fleshed out, you know, where you could like really delve into these different characters. But when you only have a, a you know, like usually a runtime of Star Wars movies like two, and this was two and a half. Like, they had to cut so much stuff um, just to keep the story intact, you know? Um, right. and, and that's, you know, I, I guess at the end, that that's probably would be my my biggest complaint and probably my only, like, significant complaint, um, with, you know, would, would be that. Like, I just, um, right. I think the story could have been a little more streamlined and you could have gotten, um, you could have gotten those little moments uh, you could have focused a little more time on those kind of little moments um, here and there, but hey, you know we 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 got the movie we got, and I still, like I said, still thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of fun. I yep. just feel like Abrams was like, hey, Ryan, this is like the idea I had if I was gonna do like like you know the the follow up to the Force Awakens, and Ryan was like, oh, that's great, let me read that. And as soon as Abrams left, he was like, can someone burn this? Burn this? Burn all of this? <laughs> I'm going to create my own. I, I don't like well, any of that. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like what they did with George Lucas then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, like Lucas was like, here's here's my like treatment for episode seven. Like, you know, use what you want. And they were like, read it. And we're like, no, nah, we ain't doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not using any of it. Throw that in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Johnson, the shitter of dreams. That's fucked up. That is what it is. Exactly. That's the title. Um, well but either way we all enjoyed the movie regardless of uh, the little nitpicks we have uh, on it um moving on to our next oh that's true well us here then everyone at the the show today (laughs) Kaden hates that movie for sure he definitely doesn't uh they always remind us um moving on to our next topic uh tom hardy has signed on for apparently three Venom movies, which seems like the what they do, most of these actors, no matter mm-hmm. how good this movie is, they'll at least sign on for three, uh, as like by default. Um, but obviously, it's a wait and see. It's, in a, it's a wait and see. We'll see how good this movie does, and hopefully he, and he'll be contract, uh, contractually obligated for the next two. Um, I, I don't know if we'll ever get to three Venom movies, but I, I, I am looking forward to this new one and the new uh, song by Eminem <laughs> called Venom based on the Venom movie, um, which was actually really good, in my opinion. Um, how do you guys feel about it? Um, Joanne, uh, the whole uh, Venom, uh, Tom Hardy signed on for three movies, and 
do you expect him to get? Do you expect him to fulfill that contract? Um, yeah, he will definitely fulfill the contract. Uh, this is Sony is is one of those weird companies. I mean, we've said it from day one, back when we first got word that the movie was gonna even happen. Um, that before anything else, you gotta wait and see if this is good because if you get a, a good movie with Tom Hardy uh, and the character Venom. I don't really see how anything else is going to work. So Sony was just like, what? Or well, wait and see. We don't do wait and sees around here. Green light everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'm not – go ahead. I'm sorry. You were, no, no, I was, no, I agree. I mean, in terms of Venom and I think all the other Sony projects, I mean, this has to do well for us to see the future of the Sony Marvel Universe. Uh, succeed in any capacity, <laughs> in my right, opinion. right. But uh, in Sony's <laughs> mind, in Sony's mind, they're like, no, it's all gonna work. And if it doesn't, <laughs> like more stuff. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't. Jackpot. I wouldn't be shocked if uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Jared Leto came out and was like, yeah, it was weird. Like I came in and was like, yeah, I can't wait to do this movie. And Sony was like, this. No, you're doing these movies. You're doing three. <laughs> like I wouldn't be shocked if Jared Leto was like, yeah, they were pushing that really heavily. Um, so it just seems to be the thing that Sony enjoys, which Sony thinks like I do. They think way far ahead without just focusing on what's right in front of them. The middle. Um, yeah. the right, middle right. So, <laughs> right. So I don't really want to like say they're wrong for that when that's exactly how I live my life. Um, so, so it's not a shock. Um, I do expect this movie to be really good. Uh, I just don't want Venom's, uh, progression to be determined on uh, critics. Like, let it purely be based off of the box office. Like, if critics don't like it, critics don't like indie superhero films. Uh, yep. Yeah, there you are. Hello? Okay. All right, sorry. I hear you. Sorry. I hear you. Um, okay, cool. So, no, I was just saying, let let the let Venom's world be based off of box office, not critics. Uh, so, I think it'll do well in the box office. I think it'll do really well I think we will eventually see uh, the sequel and then the, you know, the the third one to end out the the trilogy for his contract. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nick, how do you feel about Tom Hardy's Venom trilogy? <laughs> uh, well, interestingly enough, like he signed on for three movies. It's not necessarily a Venom trilogy. Um, true. So true, like, true. I, I'm I'm hopeful that there is you know, some kind of talk somewhere along some some possible way that, uh, you know, they've signed him on for three movies because they're going to do this movie. And then once they fulfill their contract with Marvel, they're going to be like, all right, now let's, let's talk about how our next contract's going to work. The, the characters that we've set up in our, you know, uh, Sony-verse, Spidey-verse, whatever, um, and how they're going to interact because the, it's it's not long now that before that contract that they have with Disney is is going to be fulfilled. I mean, we have um, Avengers four and then Spider Man uh, Far From Home, and that's it. That's done. They're done after that. So I, I'm more optimistic, not as much for three Venom movies, but I'm hoping we get a really good Venom movie. And then, you know, they have him signed on for two movies to, to bring him in, 
maybe we get like um, maybe he goes up against Spider-Man in one of the movies, and then maybe they have to team up to take down Carnage, and you know, and that would fulfill Tom Hardy's contract. So that's that's what I hope this means. Um, Obviously, we don't have any of the details, but it would it seems like the time timeline seems to make sense anyway. So um, that's what I got my fingers crossed for. Well, they do, too. I mean, from what we heard, the reason it's not an R movie is because they want to team him up with Spider-Man at some point. Well, I think they're all... And I'm all right with that. I really wanted to see an R-rated Venom movie, but I can can deal with it being PG-13 if that means, you know, that they want to kind of... Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I mean, it's weird to have one without the other. Uh, I mean, you could definitely have Spider-Man by himself, I'm sorry, but, but Venom... Without Spider-Man, it's kind of odd. But um, they've done it. Uh, we're going to get it regardless. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, Sony. Sony and their crazy uh, notions that they just, uh, they're just they going to just live off Spidey. Like, mooch, mooch hard. That's, that's the motto at Sony. Mooch hard. We're going to get Spidey money. Um, <laughs> at least we'll see how hey, man, that's their That's the only thing they got going for them, man. Like, can you blame them? Like, like man, well, I mean – Every other like franchise we have like is not that successful. Like I I don't know. Do they still have Bond? Uh no. I think they lost Bond. I believe. I think I they lost Bond. Out. Yeah. I I I know there was like a bidding war for it, and I can't remember how that shook out. But like they don't own the rights to Bond. It's it's, it's something. It's it's different. So like um so even still, you know, they have to essentially like pay to keep that they're not making money off of like anything else so it's like dude yeah like they i can't blame them like they're like with the, the one solid money maker we have is spider-man and so you know we're gonna throw as much shit against the wall and see what sticks as far as any of those characters are concerned all right cool uh that yeah that's just crazy. that's actually exactly right that's exactly how they figure they do things with it or whatever <laughs> um we're gonna end up losing Juwan. Juwan, you need to you need to bounce yeah the connection yeah the connection just keeps going in and out and i said like a lot before and then you guys heard none of it so <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah holy so i don't holy. i don't want to keep going through that <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. We're almost done here anyway. There's two things I wanted to touch on. Actually, if you stay on like for like another five minutes, that's it. We'll, we'll uh, call it a day. I have two things I wanted to touch on before we we wrap up. Okay. 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 Real quick, uh, before because uh, we 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 got off the topic before I remembered that that was part of that same topic. Uh, I want to go back to Doom Patrol real quick. They announced the villain for Doom Patrol. Alan Tudyk is casted as Mr. Nobody in Doom Patrol. He will be the villain for that show. Um, that's cool. We love Alan Tudyk. Uh, it's an awesome actor. Um, you guys have anything to say on Alan Tudyk as the villain in Doom Patrol? I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. <laughs> there you go. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I have no better follow-up than that. So, yeah, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. Look, and congratulations to Alan. Uh, I can't. I'm happy that he's part of the DC Universe in some capacity. And uh, I don't know who Mr. Nobody is, but I, I, I can't imagine it. it's not going to be an interesting villain, nonetheless. Um, By the way, real quick, interesting anecdote. Uh, uh, Alan Tudyk was signing uh, something for like Firefly fans and Serenity fans, right. and he actually wrote 
uh, that exact quote on a poster. And I'm not going to spoil the movie, but there's something that's kind of connected with that quote. And the uh, the girl who he signed, uh, like, the poster or the book for, like, totally, like, broke down and started crying and was like, why would you write that? Like, it, it, oh, it wow. was... Uh, yeah, like, and and so he, he he was like, I'm so sorry, like, I didn't think, like, it would be, like, a big deal or anything, like, um, but yeah, he, he he was like, there, she totally, she was not having it, though. Oh, wow. I'm about to check out that series. I've never watched it. I hear it's good. Uh, Firefly. Um, one last thing before we go. Uh, this dropped uh, in the middle of the week. Uh, one of the fans dropped it. Uh, it was a rumor, heavy rumor. I don't know if you guys ever played this game, but apparently they're working on a Diablo series for Netflix. Uh, apparently it's going to be animated just like the Castlevania one, uh, right. but uh, I'm, I'm still not 100% sure. Live action or animated. I love Diablo. Like, I've been playing Diablo since I was a kid on the PC, and now i got the newest one for my PS4. But that, I just I, when that news dropped, I was like, holy shit, I've always wanted to see Diablo in some form other than, what you know, playing it. I would love to see it recreated. I love the the whole mythology of the Diablo world and all that. Have you guys ever played Diablo? Yeah, Diablo was, like, growing up, Diablo was, like, the game that, like, I guess you would have been the friend, uh, Joel, but, like, everybody (laughs) had that one friend who had Diablo, and it was, like, it was, like, dude, like, Dude, it's dark as shit. Like, like, and like his, his, like you know, like his parents were divorced or something. And like, I'm not speaking for you, but like the, the guy that I knew, like, the guy that I knew, he, he, he like his parents were divorced. So he, uh, and his, he lived with his mom, and and you know, she didn't really like kind of one of those situations where he probably got by with more than like and so it was like my my parents would have never let me play Diablo when when I was <laughs> that, when I was that young so it was it was like cool like it was like oh yeah. shit let's like, play Diablo taboo as hell right <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it was like watching South Park growing up like you weren't supposed to do that but like it was like the funniest shit like yeah. ever exactly Joan have you ever played do you know what Diablo is um, I know what Diablo is, Joel. I've just never played know. it. The same as I've, same as I've never played uh, Legends of Zelda. I, I guess I just Jesus missed Christ. out on those games. Damn, you've never you should... played Zelda. I know. He's, no, he's sorry. Dang. Um, sorry. Well, I'm not like the biggest Zelda fan, but Ocarina of Time is like one of the greatest video games ever made. That's dude. all. That's all yeah. I hear. That's all people. That's all people come. How do you have an N64 and not have Ocarina of Time? That's just like, <laughs> uh, because my life, my life was Smash Brothers and Goldeneye, Joel. That's, that's, that, hey, those I get are, it. That, yeah, get like those. Those are two really good games, but like there, I, yeah. I feel like it. There were certain games that you had to have. I, th- I think Zelda was definitely one of them. It had, had that gold yeah. cartridge. Um, yeah. And, uh, uh, like, there was a couple others that you had, like Wave Race. You had to have Wave Race. Um, there was, you know, <laughs> at, least, at least two or three more that I feel like everybody had. Like, right. Oh, dude, you, exactly. you, come on. You, you, lo- you loved Wave Race. Come on, Joel, right? Yeah, Wave Race, it was, it was good. I enjoyed Wave Race. It wasn't yeah. great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I thought it was solid, and when you beat it, you get to you know replay the levels, but you go in reverse, so it like gives you added gameplay, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like a very little, yeah, at, like very little um you know cost to the the creators. They're just like, oh, we're just gonna flip the map around, so like you know that yeah, way yeah. we 
but I mean, it's like a totally different level. Like if you're uh, the way you navigate it is totally different. But anyway, sorry, yeah. going on tangent. Diablo, no, no, I'm Diablo. No, yeah, like same like you. Like I, I, I was the one that did have the game though. So I got, I didn't get tricked into it. But my cousin, I never played the first one. That's like old, was much older. And that yeah, was Diablo I three was the one. That you play well. Well, Diablo two is the one I, I I ended up getting the first time. Diablo two. Gotcha. Diablo three is the newer one. Uh, Diablo two was um, a game that I got my cousins like, oh, you gotta get this game because I just got into PC. I just got a computer, so it was like one of the first things I got with my computer was uh, to go out and get Diablo two, which had the, literally had the devil face on it. It's <laughs> in Diablo 2. And it's yeah. like, I had to go and try to get someone to buy that game for me because, you know, as, as deeply religious as my, my my mother is, I couldn't have it once when, when I did eventually get it. I couldn't have it exposed out on my uh, on my table. So I used to hide it. I used to have it hide, I hid it in the closet and, uh, up, up high so no one could really see it. Plus, it kind of creeped me out because it was kind of weird. But um, I love that. I'm, me and my cousins would just sit there for hours playing Diablo 2. It would just cut, like, completely consume our days because you can play that game forever because it, it just gets harder mm-hmm. and harder. So just you just keep leveling up to whenever. Uh, and then Diablo 3 came out when obviously it was like a couple of years ago when I was, I was older then. But it was for PC first and then it finally transitions into the system like, like for Xbox and PlayStation. And I was like, yes. And so I've been like, my cousin bought me it for my birthday one year. And I just recently, literally like last week before I went on vacation, started playing Diablo 3 again, and then this news came out. So I'm like, wow, what a coincidence. I just started playing this again, and there's going to be a show. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Awesome news for me. I'm, I'm excited. Anyway, that, I wanted to drop that before we left tonight. Uh, well, this afternoon, actually. But um, regardless, um, I'm just very – I just had to let that out because I'm a big Diablo guy, and that's awesome. I'm just really excited for that. But anyway, let's wrap it up. We had a good show. Was it not a good show today? We had a nice little uh, shindig this week. A lot of good topics. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, Nick, um, did you want to plug anything before you left? Yeah, well, real quick, uh, I also am really excited for uh, Diablo if it indeed takes the kind of same way as Castlevania because, like, I'm super excited for Castlevania Season 2 because the first season was fucking awesome. Like, it was was so good. Um, very, very short. Like there was, it definitely left you wanting more. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that we're going to get more of that. And if the Diablo seems like something that they could definitely do in that same kind of style, like, I think that would, that would work very well. Um, but, uh, (laughs) what's that? No, I agree with you. I just had chills. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joel's like, if I get the host, I'm going to spend at least five minutes talking about fucking Diablo, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, that was I love awesome. it. Post <laughs> uh, um, away. But yeah, uh, uh, Full Core Press, we'll, uh, we have a, a show tomorrow night, uh, 8 o'clock. Or, well, yeah, it'll, it'll be tomorrow night from when you're hearing this. Uh, so correct, Monday, correct. Monday <laughs> at 8 o'clock. Uh, We'll we'll uh, we'll have a show. We got a, a big trade, kind of, well, kind of a big trade uh, between Houston and Phoenix that we'll cover along with some other topics. Surprising uh, at so, the very least. <laughs> yes, yes, very surprising. Uh, it'll be fun to delve into that. I'll be interested to get everyone's thoughts on that. Um, but uh, but yeah, so tune in uh, Monday at eight for uh, episode seventy-eight of Full Court Press. You know why, Juwan? Because I keep count.
Plug. Um, I hate Nick. I'll start with that. Uh, second. Um, uh, we do have a written review coming out this Wednesday um, for Iron Fist Season 2. Um, and then me and Joel, hopefully by next weekend, because it comes out next Friday, we'll have our right. video review of Season 2 of Iron Fist. Uh, listen, listen, if you are skeptical because you did not like season one or the defenders, trust me when I tell you watch on Friday when season two of Iron Fist comes out, definitely a huge step up from where they left off with Danny in season one. Um, and it is definitely something you got to make sure you check out. It's a lot yep. of fun. Um, so stay tuned for uh, oh, yeah. my, me and Joel's written, uh, review on Wednesday. And then our video review that weekend, uh, make sure you tune in to Netflix on Friday to check out Iron Fist Season 2. For sure. Yes, please watch Iron Fist Season 2. We got to see the first six episodes um, early, and I'll tell you, it's awesome. (laughs) 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 At least I enjoyed it. So um, it looks like Jawan had fun with it, too. So, um, yes, please check out Iron Fist Season 2 on Friday, uh, September 7th. Also, also don't forget, uh, September, uh, and on September 7th, 7th, I think it was, September 7th, also, Spider-Man PS4 comes out. For those who do have a PS4, uh, I am one of those. Get Spider-Man PS4 because it looks fucking phenomenal. Can't say I never played it yet, so I can't tell you if it's good. But I tell you, it might be worth the money just looking at it. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, guys, it was good. We had fun. Um, I want to say good night or good afternoon or whatever to whoever's listening and whoever <laughs> my, my crew here. So um, on that note, have a good one, guys. Peace. Peace. Good afternoon. Shout out to Dan and Kanan. And good night. Yeah, yeah. Good night. Peace. Dane, Kanan. Peace. Nice show. Peace. Peace. Peace.